and welcome to ABC History. My name is Skylar and I am your wonderful host for this fabulous episode. Today's episode is brought to you by the letter G. G as in Gary, G as in global, and G as in Gaius Germanicus. We'll get to him in a minute, trust me on this one. I mentioned something about global in the beginning. We're talking about the global financial crisis. Now, what is the global financial crisis exactly? The global financial crisis is the most commonly given name as the economic downturn that it still existed at the time of this writing. It began in 2007 and it continued into 2012. So basically, not not in 2020. We have enough problems. It is sometimes referred to as the Great Session. The economic crisis is considered by economics as the worst since the Great Depression of 1929. Numerous banks collapsed and the housing market plummeted. Foreclosures went through the roof and the government had to bail out many financial institutions. Unemployment skyrocketed and inflation rose. Many believe that the excess of Wall Street and lack of effective oversight contributed to the recession, while others blame the giving of too many high-risk loans in an era of some pride lending. And also, it is good to know that the stock market was incredibly high during this time. But when the housing market collapsed, the stock market tanked as well. So, you know, the good news is we got everything all situated. And now, Gaius Germanicus, anybody? First of all, who on the freaking A is Gaius Germanicus? And also, his horse was elected a senator? Let me explain. So, Gaius Germanicus, his, fur, his full name is Gaius Julius Caesar Germanicus. He was born in 12 AD. He was the third son of the renowned Roman general Germanicus and his wife Agrippa the Elder. During his childhood, his family lived at his father's posting on Rhine, where the general's troops gave the future emperor his nickname, Caligula meaning little boot in reference to his mini uniform in which his parents dressed him in. While his father died in 17 AD, his family fell out of the emperor, Tiberius, and the powerful Praetorian guardsman, Sejanus, who saw the elder sons of the popular general as political rivals. Caligula's mother and brothers were accused of treason and all died in prison or exile. His grandmother, Otonia, managed to shield him from these intrigues until Sejusius' death in 31 AD. Cool beans, thank goodness. The next year, Caligula moved, well, the emperor, basically. He gleefully indulged in his great-nephew's worst habits, commenting that he was nursing a viper in Rome's bosom. Tiberius adopted Caligula and made him and his cousin, Jelmus, equal heirs to the empire. 
When Tiberius died in 37 AD, Caligula's praetorian ally Marco arranged for Caligula to be proclaimed sole emperor. By the way, I'm going to let you know now. A year later, he would order Marco and his cousin, uh, Jomus, we mentioned him earlier, put to death. He was not quite 25 years old when he took power in 37 AD. At first, his succession was welcome in Rome. He announced political reforms that were called all exiles. But in October 37 AD, a serious illness unhinged Caligula, leading him to spend the remainder of his reign exploring the worst aspects of his nature. In other words, he kind of went a little cuckoo cray cray. An example is he went to plunder the sea with his troops by gathering shells as prisoners, and he enslaved battles for theatrical displays. His biographer, Suetonius, quotes his repeated phrase, remember that I have the right to do anything to anybody. He had brazen affairs with his wives of his allies and was rumored to have incestuous relationships with his sisters. He was so hairy that he made it a capital offense to mention goat in his presence. He worked to accentuate his natural ugliness by practicing terrifying facial expressions in a mirror. Cassius Dio states, to appear to be anything rather than a human being and an emperor. That horse though? Caligula's horse was the light of Caligula's weird, dark life. He had his own horse with a marble stall and an ivory manger. And as an expression of his absolute power, Caligula planned to appoint his horse to the high office of the consul. But thankfully, he was assassinated before he could do so. That was pretty much the extent we know about the horse. Caligula was draining the Roman treasury faster than he could replenish it through taxes and extortion. A conspiracy formed between the Praetorian Guard, the Senate, and the Equestrian Order. And in late January of 41 AD, Caligula was stabbed to death, along with his wife and daughter, by the way, by officers led by Cassius Cora. Cassius Dio notes Caligula learned by an actual experience and that he was not a god. Yes, he thought of himself as a god. I know, I know, it's weird. He's weird anyway, but bleh. The Senate tried to use the end of Caligula's reign as a pretext to establish the Roman Republic, but Claudius took the throne after the support of the guard, which by the way, is quite important back then. The Julio-Claudian dynasty would remain secure for another 17 years until Nero's suicide in 68 AD. By the way, Nero is a weird feller as well. He was not exactly like the best person to ever consider. He's just a little weird. And also back then, the Priorton Guard, basically is what it's called, was the guard strategically to help protect the emperor. It was established at around the time of Augustus taking over 
as emperor in around in 29 AD or no 29 BC so they would protect the emperor at all cost if you want support of the guards and you wanted the throne to be emperor you would take the throne with the help of the guard so yeah enough with the uh, this one was just a weird one in general so stay tuned for next week we have a couple of more weird ones it is the episode each as long as there's no natural ugliness weird goat mentioning with a weird horse we'll be fine have a good afternoon night evening wherever you are in the world and have a wonderful day